my, my, look at this dynamic duo. Uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 210 of the Stromcast. Uh, it's just myself and just Christian today, Danny and uh, Sam. Uh, unavailable, unforeseen circumstances or whatever they want to call it. Uh, so you just have the two-man power trip, hoping everybody had a very happy new year. Uh, for those who celebrated Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, hope you had a very happy holidays. Uh, Chris, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. I, I was actually just thinking, like, I, I know that me and Danny have done it before. Uh, me and Sam yeah. have done it. Danny and Sam have done it. I've done it. one, me and You've Sam. You've done with yeah. Sam. I don't know if it's just ever been the two of us before. I don't think so. So this is, so, a, fir- this is a first I, for, for fans of the fans of the content. <laughs> yeah, all right. New, uh, new combination of, of hosts. So, yeah. You've got um, the two conspiracy theorists on together. Let's <laughs> get, get, get dicey quick. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be here, man. Um, yeah. Kind of an ugly game to dissect from the past weekend. Yeah. But most important, um, we got the result. Um, so there's that, and yeah. Uh, yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, if you want to pull up the goal point, we have the uh, the two one win over Porto Monets, uh, which kept us top of the table by one point. We had to win to keep pace with uh, Benfica and Porto, who both won. So not a bad, not a bad, not a bad result, but a very ugly game, like you said. I would say it was just. I think that first half was one of the worst for halves of football we played all season. If I'm being very honest, and here is the goal points. So we had Adan and Net. Uh, we'll talk about him, I'm sure. Uh, the defense was Matias Reich, uh, Usman Diamande, Luis Netu getting a rare start. Jenny Katamo and Nuno Sanch were the fullbacks. Midfield was Pot moving into the midfield role to play alongside Morita. And then up front was Joqueras as a striker, winged by Marcus Edwards and Paulinho. Uh, the Porto Monets was Vinicius, Pedrel, Tony Relves, who I was actually very impressed with this game. Costa, Lucas, Daner, Guga, Jasper, Carlinhos, and Helio uh, was uh, rounding out their uh, their starting eleven. Subs for Sporting for Sporting, Koreshma and Braganza came on for a bit, and then Isgayon Trincao came on, did nothing. <laughs> no, given by the fact that goal point did didn't even give them a rating. Uh, Chris, I'll, I'll open with you. Uh, Thoughts on what was a pretty ugly game in the Algarve? Um, yeah, certainly frustrating. Um, especially the, the first half, um, I would say was was certainly worse than the the second half. We had some chances in the second half. The game opened up a little bit more for sure. Um, this game was especially frustrating in the first half because I felt like not only were we not creating anything. There, it just like it didn't really seem like we had like that that X factor, like that it factor, yeah. that like desire to go out there and just you know just take the game. It almost um, felt like autopilot. Yeah, it was very like lethargic. Maybe is yeah. the right word. Um, just very very casual. Um, and you know, it's always it's always for me. It's always tough when you already know the results of the other games that's why i prefer playing first to be honest yeah that like i guess there's some advantage to knowing like uh, for example we knew today porto and bifiga both won so to keep got a win to to merely keep pace it's just it's a win right a win just keeps everything the same and if you do worse than that you're you're gonna lose ground to both of them um 
So maybe that was like in the back of their heads, but I mean, you would think they would have played with a little bit more aggressiveness and, and urgency if, if that was really weighing on their minds that heavily. Um, uh, it just like was like a lot of cruiser ball. I think in the first half there was over twenty crosses. It was a lot. Um, it was there was just no, there was, cruiser ball. There was no clear cut opportunities created. Um, we had an xg of point one at half. Um, to be fair, I mean, I guess Portimonense deserves some credit for this situation, right? Because they were playing defensively, right? Um, mm-hmm. They weren't organized. Um, they weren't really even trying to go forward, right? No, they, and to, yeah, to their credit, they made it very difficult just to even try to get across it. So, yeah, and I mean, in the final third. There are teams that, that pack it in against us and are, and are less effective that, than they were for sure. Yeah. So, um, I mean, credit to them for, um, you know, being effective in, in what they were, what they were looking to do, which is just basically break the game. I assume, um, second half, um, a little bit better. Um, it took like a inch perfect cross and finish to, to get the ball across that was the, the line. Stuff, that was the stuff of dreams. That um, the, the uh, the ball is perfect. The run is timed perfectly. The the death touch to just just do enough to lift it over mm-hmm. the goalie's arm and put it in. Uh, yeah, Vic was very quiet in the first half. So, um, you know, all we, we we know that all he needs is, is is one moment and he can turn the game you know on its heads. Uh, Pot great pass credit where credit to do. Um, it, it's very frustrating to then turn around and concede in a game like this. Oh, and quickly, too. It was within minutes. <laughs> and like. it's like we <laughs> – it took us a while to get this one goal. Yeah. Um. Do we have enough time to get another, another one? one? I really – I wasn't convinced, to be honest. <laughs> oh, no, neither was I. I was totally not convinced um, that that was going to happen. And there may be some luck involved on our goal, on our second goal, for sure. Completely um, play, he completely planned that. Knew where the defender's leg was going to be. It was all planned. Yep, he 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 <laughs> flicked it on the defender's leg because he knew the flick didn't have enough height to get over the keeper's arm. He so had he a like, protractor out and knew like, the angle. If I like hit ramped up the defender's leg almost to just enough to put it over the keeper's <laughs> yeah. arm because the finish was like we're kind of right down the middle. Yeah. If I'm being honest, he <laughs> did like also he was kind of far away. Like he was maybe like eight yards away. Like that's kind of a far distance to like to try that to even get enough power on the flick, which I mean, he had enough, but barely. Um, and the deflection kind of betrayed the keeper more, more than anything, but mm-hmm. found its way in Paulinho to be fair. He has several, several clutch goals this season. A lot of them off the bench. I mean, he's got to be close to his total from last season. He has like seven comps. this season, I, th- I think. Which in is all com- which in is, all comps, or just um, I think just the league. Just the um, league. I'm yeah. not positive on that though. I read it this morning. I don't know if I remember reading if it was just the league or if it yeah. was all comps. But you know, I mean, did he even reach double digits last year in the league? Um, in the league, maybe no. he got to like ten um, at the most. So yeah, he's definitely. He's definitely bearing down on that total from last season at about the halfway point. For sure. And I'm sure in much less minutes as well, if we if we went and compared and contrasted. Um, because yeah. I mean he was a, that it was a it was a it was a 90 minutes a guy, pretty much most games. And now he's more like a 20 minutes a game guy. He's 20 minutes, he's 60 <laughs> minutes, sometimes he's 45. Like it's, yeah, yeah. Sometimes he's so 45 goal, on a good day. His goal to minutes ratio, his goal to games ratio alone. It's is, up. Uh, yeah. It's definitely up. 
goal to time on the field ratio definitely up mm -hmm. compared to this time last season. Um, and then the la I guess the last thing I'll add before I I, I uh, pass it to you, and then we can kind of hit on yeah. some specific events. Was just like I thought Adan kind of helped us today. I, I not, was slating him on the Saturday, free kick. Yeah. I slated um, him on the uh, free kick, but yeah, he came up with two or three clutch saves. Which I think really he takes a bad step. Like yeah. he steps to his right and then he tries. No, he steps to his left and then he tries to get to his right. Doesn't yeah. get, I mean, it's kind of like, there's that one meme where it's like, Oh, it was very in the corner and he has like tiny <laughs> yeah. arms. Um, it kind of was in the corner to be fair. Yeah. Um, maybe with a better reaction, he can save it, but I'm not going to slate him that much for that one. No. I think it's it's just like you said, if he takes a slightly better step or he doesn't because, take that Because he takes step. one step to his left before yeah, he tries to go Yeah, it's right one of those things when you take no that chance. yeah. When you take that step, like you just sometimes you just you can't, no matter what you do, you can't compensate for it because you've already under under committed to the side you want to go. And maybe on the, on one like they had they had two, maybe three like breakaway like ish moments like fast break moments yeah, yeah. With, with opportunities and i think one maybe like i think it's the Gansa maybe gets a or Kordesma even slides in and gets Kordesma, a on it, it. Kordesma, I believe, but yeah. adam's right there it's like a coming together of three bodies at once you know um I, i'd say he did yeah. decent there and then he he saved another one i mean yeah if he doesn't like <laughs> they tied they tied again it's such a 2-2 um, game and we're talking yeah. we're in a different mood um one of them is just like a really bad Ricard or Eduardo Cuadrado turnover. Yeah, um, and that might be the one where he slides in and just kind of cancels out. Yeah, the the entire situation. But yeah, Adan kind of did what he needed to do. He had a free kick in the first half that was right at him. He had to save it. Um, there was the one. There, there was, was the one, one cross that he pawed away that made me he, nervous. He he he, he kind of flapped at it, but he made contact with it and did yeah. enough. I've he seen him. I would have liked to punch, but he got it away. I've seen him come out for those and and get nothing Whiff. but air. So <laughs> we've slated him a lot. I just wanted to give him credit where where it's due. Yeah, he he's you know what he's definitely he's he must follow us on a burner account or something, and he saw the slander, took it personally. That's the only explanation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, like I I I think your point. Yeah, I thought of Dan outside of the. Outside the free kick goal, which not completely his fault. I, I don't think he deserved. It's poor coverage. It's a weird, awkward ball. It's kind of tough to be getting. I don't at. even know if it's an own goal or not, to be honest. I don't think it's an own goal. I think it's, it's really just a, tough to tell. It's just it, a weird yeah. the way the ball's dipping and curving. It's difficult for any keeper. Does he take a bit of a misstep at the start? Sure. Like, whatever. And I think the only other criticism I had was the one that he, like you said, he flapped out. Like, he got contact. Kind of got away. I would have preferred a punch than an air. It didn't game. actually get away though, because I think Porto Menins still maintained possession. But I think they skied. It wasn't the like a big chance created directly. Off no, of they it. skied it over the yeah. net or something crazy on the follow up. Um, yeah. Uh, moving on. Yeah, brutal first half. I don't think we need to go over it too much. It felt like we were, like you said, lackadaisical. I credit to Porto Menins. They held it down. Like anytime we got anything past midfield, they just clogged up every passing lane it was man on man like you could do anything creative uh guys like edwards just couldn't do anything you talked about how joqueras couldn't get any didn't really have much of a first time i think it's because he couldn't get they couldn't give him any service right like 
even when he was trying to make runs, there was like one or two guys already on him clogging up the space. He couldn't do anything. And you can only I saw some people so accuse Paulinho of clogging up his space by drifting into the middle. Maybe. Uh, a little, I guess, maybe, because Paulinho's a natural striker, so mm. probably his first thought is to go centrally. But I think no matter who you had it on that wing, I think it would have kind of been a similar first half for the most part. You might have had maybe one or more half-decent chances if you have pot at that wing instead of uh, him playing in the midfield, but that might be about it. Um, credit to Pot, by the way, wicked assist. He's been on a bit of a heater the last little bit. So wicked assist on the goal. It's an inch perfect pass. It's a great touch by Thick Vic to just get enough of it to steer kind of over and curling away to the keeper while still being in that on on the corner target of the net. Um, and then they immediately come down and score anyways. So it made no difference. I do. I will say I was impressed with Relvish, their uh, center back. I just signed him in my uh, my. Uh, EAFC career mode, so I'm very fired up to have him. Nice. Uh, How old is he? Young? He's like he's in his early 20s. He's like a 22. Okay. I think he's like 22 or so, somewhere around that area. So, you know, if you're looking for a decent little center back for your EAFC career modes, so that's a guy to invest in. Um, but yeah, he had a good game, so credit to him. Uh, yeah, and then it was kind of chant. We had a couple chances. Paulinho could have had another. One or two, he had one. He definitely could have had another. He, had, one. he could have had another one right at the end when it was two. When it was two, he definitely could have. He, he could have at least hit the fucking target with that one. Yeah, he sailed it. All. I thought I saw that. I'm like, brother, you. All you have to do is get it on target, and you have like a 95. Yeah, like your odds, like your odds just going. Yeah, yeah, he, I, that's definitely one of those he'd really like to have back. Uh, he does get the goal. It's good work to get in. Uh, it's good. It's a decent ball. It's. A little awkward for Paulinho because it's kind of behind him. Audacious to try it. Great that it worked. Yeah, he gets a bit of help from the defender, obviously, for sure. But it doesn't matter how. It's how many, right? Sometimes it's just that's all it is. It's how many goals he scored. We need. We knew we needed to win coming in this game. And I do agree with you, by the way. I do like playing before Benfica and Porto because then it's like, oh, because then if we had played this game before them, it would be like, okay. It's like, like a PK what, shootout, right? You want to you want to shoot what, first. You, you want to set the tone. You want to yeah. put the pressure. You want to put the pressure on them because yeah. then we would have come in going, okay, we have a four point advantage. If one of them could even just draw, that's huge. You know, that's what you're as a fan. That's what you're thinking. It's just it's it's you want to have the uh, you want to have the advantage heading into the match week, right? Um, I thought uh, Morita was huge this game. He was my man of the match personally. Um, he was awesome. Uh, it sucks that we're going to see him uh, leaving for uh, the Af for African Cup of Nations. That's Jenny and Diamond for the Asian Cup, which I didn't realize was in also in the winter. I thought it was in the summer. Uh, like similar yeah, time as yeah. and I, like Copa America and all that. I just don't think it got that much hype maybe in previous well, years. Well, because I, I, I know AFCON's all, you almost always miss. Also, the other like thing could be maybe there's just more top Asian players playing in Europe than there was even four years ago right is that maybe it and it just a like, little more, a little bit more i think like there's because not like well, i feel like it was like everyone knew afcom was usually in january but like has this always been in january did they no i don't it? i don't remember it being in january and i keep up with like all pretty much all the international stuff so i maybe i just forgot and that's on me but yeah i don't ever remember taremi leaving in january no before. that and that's that's what i'm thinking like i'm like i mean or cool, slimani like, never left in january no. did he that's that's what I'm wondering. I, but it is in Qatar this year, I think, as well. 
if I'm not mistaken. So maybe that's why. Maybe it was a summer thing. Oh, okay, yeah. And that because and they did kind of like the World Cup where because it's where it's going to be kind of not great conditions for most footballers, they probably decided let's move it kind of to the winter. Uh, do those do those Middle East countries just host every tournament now? <laughs> I mean, that's how it seems. I'm not gonna. Lie. It feels it feels like it's starting to feel like or it, right? any like, like um Super Cup that's like a one off game. It's like or it's like they just uh, Saudi Arabia uh, Club just World the, Cup, uh, Club World um, Cup, right? Any one off thing like it's just it's always in Saudi or Qatar now. Yeah, I'm like even the Club World <laughs> Cup in recent years, it's been like Qatar. I know they had it a couple times as like a test event because they got rid of Confederations. They used Cup. to do it as like a World Cup test, yeah, like a Confederations Cup. That test. was yeah. Well, Confederations Cup used to be the World Cup test, and then they got rid of it. I just want to say RIP the Confederations Cup. I love that shit. USA one time made a sick run to the semi and man, man, that was they a should have won. Tournament. They should have beat Brazil. That was a fun. That was a fun tournament. I'm going <laughs> on that hill. Um, but yeah, so that's I think that's just kind of what it is. Maybe that's why. Uh, the AFC Cup is is winter, and if it always has been winter, I apologize for my ignorance. Um, but yeah, so we're losing him, which is rough on the mid, more so on the midfield. I also just um, saw something about Mozambique being like uh, getting like Jenny's going to stay a game longer now because like something happened with the Mozambique team. I I, oh, I, I briefly I saw see. this like ten minutes before we. Came I know I know we're losing him and Diomande as well. Diomande we are still losing him, but I think we get him for one game longer now. Oh, it's not so bad then. I think we keep him for uh, well, we have a game Friday, right? So I think we might maybe we'll keep him for this week, yeah. and then he'll probably be on the next plane out yeah. to uh, to where he's got to go. Okay, that's fair. Um, yeah, so we're losing three key players. I think if Kwach hadn't been hurt, I'd feel a bit more comfortable with Diomande. If Kwach and Saint Juice were both healthy, I'd be like, yeah, it's fine. Like Diomande's going sucks, but we've got two good covers. Uh, I I think the rumor is Kwach will be back for the next game. Kind of needs um, to be. <laughs> kind of has to be because otherwise you're going to run. The with... rumor is St. Just is close to returning as well. Yeah. Well, and Inasio will be back from suspension too. I yeah. Suppose. But like, so that, that's he's that. close to returning, but like, he's not going to, he's not going to play. He... Like, no. Uh, he might, he might make like a 15 <laughs> to 10 minute. Yeah. He's going to come in and be a bench. bench like... He's not going to be uh, a plug and play type of guy. <laughs> no, he's not going to start. He's not going to play for more than like 20 minutes at most. Like, let's be realistic. Um, yeah, nothing else to add this game. It was an ugly game, but these are the games you really got to win is the ugly games. These are the make-or-break games for any team in, uh, in, uh, that's looking to fight for a title. It is chaos at the top of the table right now. Like Everyone's separated by like one, two, and three points, I think. Like Between us and Braga and Porto and Benfica, it's, it's very close. Like It will not shock me if this title race comes down to the very last match day, if not like the second, the third last match day. It's not going to be... I don't think it's going to be one of those championships where we have like a runaway leader in March kind of thing, unless someone goes on a stupid heater between now and March. Yeah, I doubt it. Which I I, I doubt the way every <laughs> the way every team's played and the way the schedule is going to shake out. It, I very much doubt it. Um, man of the match for you on this game. I've picked Morita for for myself. Mm, uh. Tough for me. Um, you could go with Don. <laughs> I know. I was, actually, I was actually thinking that. I honest. wouldn't be opposed to that one. It's, I mean, they give it to Yokerez, but for me, this is not a Yokerez man of the match. No, just, no. Especially just, I think we have, like, performance bias on him. Like, we know this is so far from, like, the top of his game. No, he still this had a nice game. Seven he had a decent game. He had a goal, but it wasn't his best yeah, game. Yeah, but I, I've seen so much better from him. Um, Yeah, I'm going to give it to Adan. That's fair. Three I, saves. I, 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 three saves. 
5.7. Like, that is among his higher ratings, to be fair. It's a bit yeah. unlucky it's not in the sixes. Yeah, uh, I would agree with that. Uh, there's no real causes from this game that I could think of upon just recent reflection. I think it was a relatively... What did you think... Game. What did you think of Neto's inclusion over Eduardo Quaresma after the game that Quaresma had against Porto? What did you think of that? Surprise, but also not surprised because I think they kind of assumed Portimonense might be playing counterattack and inshallah with the crosses. And what did you? And then what did you think of Neto's performance? Neto was just kind of there, like he was—he's always good for a, a yellow card as well. It's just true. Right? No matter he's one what. of those guys, you know, he's getting yellow. Yeah, um, getting yellow he was just but... fine. I don't know how much better Kodajma would have done. I think Kodajma would have done at least as well with the start, if not a little better. Um, Kodajma came in was, and was okay. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't out on the Porto level. I mean, the Porto level was just like that was probably the best game. That was he was had. <laughs> he had he was on sickle mode that game. He had like Michael Secret stuff from Space Jam before the game. Um, yeah, I wasn't. So it's gonna be unfair to compare surprised. him to that going forward, but no, it's, it's like a, a, it's, it's in like my head. Gonz- it's recent memory, you know. It's like when Gonzalo Ramos scored the hat trick against Switzerland, and everybody thought he was gonna score like eight goals a game for the rest of the time. <laughs> yeah. Like a little, little harsh. Like, uh, no, I wasn't super surprised. I would have liked to see him start. I'm glad he still got good runtime, and he played pretty well for during the cameo he got. He made that get that big game saving tackle at I believe it was two one. He's good um, enough that I guess he can still play at this level, which was not even um, clear. A year ago, we would have. Yeah. We would. It was unclear if he could still even play at this level. Yeah. <laughs> or if a he year ago, we're not a locker room like in, a motivational guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad to see he's starting to slowly bounce back. I think people expecting like world class level start overnight like need to simmer their expectations a bit. I think there is a player there. There, we've seen flashes of a player there over the last few years, like during the title winning season and whatnot. Um, it looks like maybe starting to finally get his attitude, whatever attitude issues he may or may not have had and some maturity issues under check. Um, yeah, it's nice to know that he's he seems to be a decent, a somewhat decent option going forward, which especially heading into January, knowing you're going to be losing uh, a center, one of your top center backs, knowing you have someone kind of decent to fall back on if needed. I think that's, that's helpful. So good on him. I, I would have liked to see him start, but. I'm not. I wasn't upset or surprised by the Neto inclusion. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, any other talking points from this game? For this for this game, nothing really uh, on my end that I can think of. It was a relatively tame game by Liga. Yeah. Liga football yeah. standards for the most part. Relatively tame weekend. There wasn't really any. Major. Uh, I mean, the Shavs had a penalty shot. Oh, well, the, the sh- there was the Shavs penalty show, but that I think that was the only big one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I think they have absolutely have reason to be griped. To yeah, about c- that. certainly seen it given. His arms up in the air. <laughs> That's the thing, right? We've seen it given. And then when you don't give, it's like, well, which is it? Because like you, <laughs> when you call it one way or the other, you're setting a precedent. It feels right? like one of those moments where maybe if the roles are reversed, <laughs> they're probably they might they that. might be like, let's go take a look at feel that. Feel more oh, inclined you know to what? be given yeah. that if it's reversed. <laughs> yeah, I think if that's against a bigger team, if that's the other way around, or or it's a bigger team, uh, they probably look at that and go, "Yeah, we're gonna have to give that." Just you know, just Portuguese league. Things. It's tough out here being a small club, man. It's it, it, I do feel bad for the small club. I feel like they get no benefit of the doubt sometimes. Uh, that's Portugal until we want to grow up, but that's what it's gonna be. 
Uh, next game is actually uh, we had to toss the league again just before yeah, New Year. We'll briefly touch on that. That was uh, against Tundala. So we're into the final four now, which is great. Uh, we played Braga, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, in the final four. But I yes, will double. Ch- I will that is double- correct. Yeah, that is correct. And then the other teams, no goal point for this. I forgot they only do a couple. So I'm going to zoom in quick. So our starting lap was Big Franco Israel, Luis Neto captaining, captaining this game. Uh, because of people being out for, from injury and whatnot. Gonzalo Inacio and Mateusz Reich uh, rounding up the center backs. The fullbacks, um, or uh, Ricardo's guy was the other fullback. But Aganza coming in had a goal. So good on him. Uh, Hulman started. Nuno Sanch there. Nuno Sanch started. Trincao got minutes. Paulinho got a goal. And Pedro Gonçalves also started. Uh, subs were Asugo. We got some Asugo minutes for all my, uh, all my stands out there. Uh, Katamo and Kurejma also came in as subs. Uh, Tundala, it was Ricardo Silva, Tiago Almeida, Ba, uh, Ricardo Alves, Mazenga, Baruj, Bebetu, Andre Saitil. I almost thought, I thought that next guy's name was Shithole. I was like, oh, that's a sus name. Yeah, it's a shithole. Uh, I've seen Shithole a lot here. Cithol, I think it's Sithol. Dosanios and Farias. They could have won this game by like eight. If we're being really honest, they were all over, uh, all over them the entirety of the game. Um, Paulinho had one again, typical Paulinho game. Could have had two or three. Uh, I thought, I thought by the first half they should have led by at least four or five nil. Uh, it was kind of uh, a little close for comfort. Uh, we got our goals at least. Nothing too crazy. It was, a, it was a nice, nice way to kind of round off the the little mini Christmas break they had. Uh, Trincao was the only sore spot for me. He really was not impressive. I'm like, man, if you can't even impress and like toss the league a minutes, like that's that's problematic. Uh, nobody else really looked bad, everybody else looked pretty okay. Uh, Pot was was fine, Paulinho was fine, Nuno Sanch was there, he had an assist. Braganza, I thought, had the best game out of everybody. He's my man of the match. Uh, had a great goal, had a nice assist. Uh, so good on him. And yeah, you're right. By the way, I'm seeing this now. Luis Neto, good for a yellow in this game too. <laughs> just he real. will get a yellow in every game. He will get a yellow. He is, to God, bro. he is good. <laughs> if you're ever, if you know he's starting, bet on the yellow. Yeah, <laughs> it's easy. It, I think it's easy money at this. Yeah, rate. yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe won't. If you maybe won't get it that one time, but like three in every four, it, it, that's gonna. Yeah, happen. if you're looking at like an odds, <laughs> odds thing, like I think it's a minimum seventy percent chance he's getting a yellow. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, another rare uh, Israel start. We've seen a few more, but we've seen a bit more of him. What do you think of Israel? He didn't game? have much to do. I thought the goal he could have maybe done a bit better, but like again, there wasn't much really going on for him, right? I feel like that's the caveat you got as like the games he's played. He's been relatively, he's had to be relatively quiet, save for like maybe one or two chances, for the most part. So I, I, it's still tough to kind of have any strong opinions on him one way or the other. Uh, what what are your thoughts on on uh, big uh, Franco Israel? Yeah, it's tough to really get a good evaluation on him because yeah, when he plays, they, the other team doesn't really reach the goal that much. Um, no, it would be nice, honestly, to see him <laughs> kind of get peppered, but like in a game that doesn't matter, which doesn't really exist at this point. Like we needed a draw from this game, anyways. Like we were, yeah, up, we needed we a draw. Like it would have been nice, like if Tondela somehow like had taken the game to us, but like not actually, yeah. you know, done enough to like defeat us, but like and did enough to like train 
Israel and uh, a little bit more to give him a competitive game, right? Like because yeah, I mean to be fair, that's like kind of what he needs to if he really wants to like make the um goal. If he really wants to put pressure on 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 the starting keeper, he needs yeah. to have like a great performance. He needs to have one monster game um, think, at least, and it's just tough for him. I mean, it's better for the team, obviously, right? That yeah. that, he, that he's that he's not having monster games because he's not really put in a position to even have one. So, yeah, but like for him personally and his own ambition, I'm sure um, it's just it's tough for him to really get a foothold. And you know, despite like Adan's struggles, um, it, it it hasn't really felt like there's a, a real pressure on him. Like that, he's actually going to lose his spot. There's yeah. even like a competition, right? It it hasn't felt like that at all. And then Adam will have a decent game like this, like he had Saturday, and that will just yeah, it'll close the door until you know into two weeks from now when he'll crack it open again. And but then you, then, you know, and then he'll close it. Like it, the door just gets cracked. It, it's it's never like a jar. No, you know, he hasn't quite got his foot in the door yet. He's he's like he's just a half second too late getting. His and foot all it takes, you know, sometimes is just the door being cracked, just enough for you to get yeah. your foot in. But yeah. he just he just hasn't he just hasn't had the opportunity for that. To be honest, it's it's like we've said multiple times. We can clamor for replacing for Adon, but like no one's no one's been able to really make a case for themselves, kind of through no fault of their own. Like it is what it is, but. We just kind of got to live with it. And I think, yeah, unless he, until he has like maybe a crazy monster game, whether it's through the fault of the team or his own, and he just, he goes sicko mode. He maybe has like a 10 He's, he's also game. never been like a full time senior regular. No. So, like, let's just say the, the backup was like even someone like, um, like Romain Salin, like someone yeah. like that, who's like been a full time number one before. At like, some point, there would be more pressure on him. But the mm-hmm. fact that Israel's like never even been a number one, like, it just feels like there's there's like almost no pressure on him, despite like leaving a lot to be desired. Because he came he came straight from Juventus Academy, but he wasn't a full time Juventus senior starter. No, he was the only, I don't even know if he ever made an appearance for this, this senior Juventus team. Yeah, I, I don't think, think so. U23. He was never a senior. Yeah. He was never like a senior starter, like you said. He's been in all like B teams, youth teams, and stuff. He's still young too. I mean, that's also why he. he he's, has, like, he's like twenty one. Yeah. Like yeah. twenty two. He's like he's young goalie. Like most goalies. Like don't really peak until they're like late twenties anyway. Like Patricio was was a weird case because like we had no goalies. Like Ricardo, we just sold Ricardo. Stoy, Vladimir Stoikovic was an unmitigated disaster. So I just kind of fell on Patricio, like who was supposed to be the backup that year, and then he just kind of we just lived with Patricio as a starter for like a decade because we didn't want because the team was in shambles anyways. So it's not often you see like a, tw- a 19, 20 year old goalie start unless you're like Donnarumma or Patricio and those were two wildly different circumstances again so that's kind of my thoughts on it he's he's still young like he's got time but he hasn't had much again not much to to really showcase yep yeah uh any other strong thoughts or accusations of this game Chris any no just I guess forward? just just keeping it on the subject um we play Braga uh, end of yeah. January, January twenty third, I believe, and then the final is the twenty eighth, maybe something like that. Twenty sixth. It'll be something. yeah, it'll be a few days. It'll be so a it'll be like the Saturday after. I believe the, the Braga game is a Tuesday, so we have a Thursday yeah. for the league, and then Tuesday, and then hopefully Saturday. 
Yes, and the final four is Idladia again for I believe the third or fourth year running. If yeah. I'm not mistaken. Uh, for the uh, the Mickey Mouse Elions Toss the Liga Spectacular Edition of the Cup. Uh, four games. Water, that's all you need to do. Now. It's, four I, it's you can't <laughs> classify a season as a full fair if you want a trophy, and I include the Toss the Liga in that. <laughs> you want to build a winning culture around the club. You got to win. You got to win the cups sometimes. That's what it is. Even if you're not winning the league every year, you can, you can win a cup every year. That's something. Uh, the winner of this will get uh, Benfica and I believe Estoril. Estoril, yeah. Yeah, the winner of that. So we could have uh, probably potentially a derby game uh, in the final again. We did beat Benfica last time out in the, the derby for the Tosa Liga a couple years ago. So, you know. It's been our con. I know they were the kings, but it's kind of been our competition the last five or six years. It has so. been the, the the momentum and the kings of winter has changed. Has, has shifted to our side of Lisbon. We're we're, we're kind of been the new kings of uh yeah the new kings of winter since like 2019. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll take that. Uh, yeah, that's it. My I I think that's it on this game. We'll preview more toss Liga when uh, obviously those uh those that game or those games get closer is the hope uh moving on we do have some interesting news uh Rasad related for the vmox uh sporting did some uh some debt repurchase so i'll leave i'll leave that to you chris you have the uh you have the floor for this one um so basically um we've we talked about before i mean we've, we've covered the last year when they when they purchased repurchased the the debt basically the easiest way to think about it is debt that the banks yeah. own that after x amount of time converts to shares yeah. shares of sporting sad um so basically it's just basically shares of sporting sad essentially yeah and the date that it was set to expire was 2026 i believe yeah they had um, another two they so there's still a little years. bit of time to 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 manage it um, but basically what happens after that time is like anyone can can buy it, right? So yeah. like, you're you're risking just some random entity, you know, you know, taking whatever five. Like Chris and Chris and Richard at limited enterprises could he theoretically just purchase that debt and own part of it. I doubt we would have got as good of a deal though. I doubt we get the deal we may get. I don't think we have the finances, but hypothetically, like anybody yeah. can do it. <laughs> just, um, just so people understand. Like anybody can can do that. <laughs> And so Sporting had about 83% ownership of Sporting Saab prior to this repurchase, and yes. it went up to 88%. So basically, this was worth about 5% of the club. Of Sporting Saab. Yeah. Yeah. Who owns the other? So who owns the other 12% again? Because I know there's a couple. Groups uh, it's there. a combination of Alvaro Sobrinho. Yes. And as well as there's this other, um, like, limited sports company sports business company um i forget the guy's name that's alvaro sobrino uh, okay yep and then it's called olive the sport and they have like two yes because they also own i think part of braga's yeah as well, but that's it's a very small percentage and they yeah. also had their share reduced like when they were restructuring about a year ago yeah they went from like five to three percent or something like that so i would say like of that outstanding 12 it's probably like nine percent sobrino three percent Olive just and then the rest of sporting, yeah, which leads us to the next talking point. So, there's there's been rumors all pretty much that I haven't really wanted to go away about uh sporting selling shares of the sod to 
uh, another a minority third party. They would obviously own much of Saw. It would only be like a certain, like a small percentage. It probably only takes scoring back down like eighty percent, maybe or like maybe seventy five. I actually was going to ask you about this. Uh, yeah. Like, what? How? How much do you think they're looking to sell? Like, they own eighty. They own eighty eight percent. So, like, do you think they're willing looking to sell like a forty percent chunk or like no, a ten percent? No, there's no shot. I don't think they take that risk. I think they need. I think as a club, you need to hold at least seventy percent of your sod in Portugal, uh, because you can you do run the risk of shit. We've seen it all the time, especially with the smaller clubs of shady people kind of coming in and then it destroys the club. It goes, think, it goes kind of well at first. It's all. It always goes kind of well. Like an an initial infusion of cash. They're like, oh, yeah. It always goes. It's like anything. It It always goes kind of well at first. There's the honeymoon. There's the honeymoon period, right? That first year is always kind of okay. You're seeing maybe maybe a a nice transfer or maybe some infrastructure upgrades or whatever or what have you, and then after that, it's kind of a crapshoot. I think they'll probably sell maybe like ten. 15%. 15%. I think anymore you're really because pushing that it. Is it has to go to a vote. It's no. noticeably been absent uh, yeah. from any articles that I've read um, yeah. how much they're looking to sell. Also, I feel like this whole conversation has just it's been like if this conversation was happening five years ago, four years ago, yeah, there would be much more like robust debate, yeah, concern, um, questions like how much are we looking to sell? Blah blah blah. Um, and it's just like the the way that like um, you know opposition in the club has just kind of been neutered. Um, like I don't know, there's no uh, real objections. Objections, to speaking displeasure. Even like uh, just kind of like asking questions to hold people accountable. Mm-hmm. Voices like that don't really exist anymore. They certainly don't exist in the papers and no. they barely exist online anymore. So, like, this whole thing has just kind of been like a slow march. I mean, yeah. in October, and this is a rumor. In October, v- Veranda's denied that this was happening. And look, but these, and that's the thing, these rumors since like two months ago. Fall, I mean, have been persisting they just haven't really gone away which tells me there is a bit of smoke to the fire there is I'm a bit not, of smoke to, the fire, to be but... honest for my for, to be honest i'm not particularly thrilled about all this and i'm no. also not particularly thrilled about the manner in which it's it's going down um i think if they were more public they're, saying they're it's still not being upfront like, about it in any way and, that, and that's what and it's almost disrespectful right it's like if they were up private like especially after the announcement they said we have so much percent we may you know we're looking to sell between x and y percent it could be five percent ten percent fifteen whatever um at the end of the day i think it still needs to go to a vote i think now, it that, will as well but that I'm not, like said, i don't think that they care the like they'll just pass it and if it yeah, barely because, fails well, because the ones again. that are object the ones that are <laughs> that might object to it don't won't get to i don't think anyway. they view it has to be approved in a vote as a real obstacle anything that's what i'm wondering and i I think it might depend too on who the investor is there's been this rumor about daddy todd from chelsea coming in mm-hmm. and that's again a rumor that hasn't wanted to go away uh which concerns me because chelsea fans can cope all they want the actual way the club's been run has been disastrous For it's sure. been they they're bleeding money uh, they're just spending money for the sake of it, and that's not something I would want for us. 
Also, it seems I just like don't they wanna... have a very unsustainable model going on. It is not a sustainable. That's not a sustainable model. Lighting your money on fire is never a sustainable model. Gonna, that's the hot take. So here. buy up the rights, or at least partial rights, to these satellite clubs when yeah the money starts to get tighter. What what's the first thing it gets cut? <laughs> exactly. Like it's gonna be. It's gonna be us. The budget for the satellite clubs, right? Yeah, that's gonna be us. Which is why I again I don't I don't trust it. Like the only club that's kind of done somewhat of a job has been, I guess, Man City because Red Bull's given up on some teams and even Man City at times. And I don't like that model of, of sustainability and how they how they do Girona's it. Toronto's having a good season. Toronto's having a good season. New York City won like won a trophy like a couple years ago. Like, you know, Man City's doing it kind of okay at least, where the satellite clubs don't seem to really be affecting one another, almost run separately, save for maybe the odd loan here and there. If it's run like that, and, and I to wouldn't be fair, like, um, This is a club that, you know, Sporting has decent relations with. At one point, I don't know if we still did, we, we even ever actually did, or if it was just kind of yeah. like an but We had like a strategic partnership, kind of. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what the status of that is these days. Yeah. <laughs> We've had a few of those that we just have no clue what and to be fair, the strategic project is chill because it involves no, no actual ownership of the side. Maybe we get Pedro Porro on a discount. Maybe it's just kind of like it's just kind of collaborating there. like to the side, right? Like that's kind yeah. of what those those are. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. If it's if it's run like a Man City where you're kind of hands off for the most part, and you're just kind of letting each club do its own. I haven't really thing. followed Strasbourg that much, but I feel like that is the club that we need to look at. To, yeah. For some more answers, um, as far as like how things have run, how things have gone, yeah. comparing two seasons ago to where they are now. now, stuff like that. I'm not too clued in on that, to be honest. Uh, I I'm not know, follow the French league in, impeccably close. Um, you know, I, I tune in sometimes, yeah. and I just I, – I, I, I can't speak to Strasbourg that much. Maybe if this becomes official, we could even have a Strasbourg fan on here. I feel like yeah. that would be a good, um, a good gauge to, like, what to expect. Like, are they just – sending their junk here on loan or they're trying to sign like yeah. I it's it's I, I just can't speak to it enough um but what I can speak to is this guy Bowley like I don't I don't like him and I don't I'm trust not convinced him. man <laughs> no we're gonna add the caveat that's again just kind of rumor it's a rumor that has gone away it could be rumors yeah. it could be somebody else it could but be there home. was a report last week that his group leads the way yeah, and so it, it, it could like end up founded rumor. Yeah, and it could end up that it's it's another group maybe steps up, and it could end up that no that it ends up being no one in sporting just owns eighty eight percent of the side. Like, don't don't think that this it, to be think and, this and also to say like um this is a combination of like Bruno Cardavalho and Verandas post twenty ten financial restructure, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's how these banks got these you know VMOX in yeah. the first place. Um, and then Sporting reacquired them and maintained possession of the sod. So, like, yeah. we it, all like. I we mean, it works, little, right? Like, like, this was like a ten-year, yeah, a ten-year plan basically. Started by one admin, finished continued by the very other. well by another admin. He will never acknowledge the first part of that, no. and the second guy will never. Other guy will never acknowledge the second part of that. No, but that's what we're looking at here. We're looking at the culmination of like a ten-year financial restructuring yeah. which ultimately worked it's, be, it's been beneficial like every year we've gained 
every year since that restructure, we've gained little bits and, of, um, of the saw. Well, right? Where like has the money come it. from that has financed all of these repurchases? It's, it's all been the NOS contract. It's been the, it's all been mostly the NOS all contract. All three times. Yeah. No, I think it's completely the NOS contract. Is it all contract. NOS contract? How much all was NOS that contract? contract? $550 million. And we basically we basically just saying here's the money we've it's been getting. It's going to it's supposed contract. to it's supposed to go to 2028, but it's probably going to run out next year. So you know, I know I know they wanna, earlier yeah. than than it than it would have, but like that NAS contract has done a lot for the and club. it's good because if they do centralize it, I mean they will ha- they ha- they have no choice. They're going to centralize the TV rights in the next five to six five years at, at the soonest you at the latest. Think. Um, it's but it's I think by law. BTV, um, like the existence of BTV with rights to games, is like definitely a major obstacle. But I, but I remember when B, when that started, like both Sporting and Porto said, we don't want that. We want to have it. We're, like that was the one because Sporting and Porto were like, yeah, like we're open to centralization. They have their BTV own respect. They both have their own respective channels. Yeah, but they both both said we don't want to have other fans accuse us of biases on our own channel. We want like at least the coverage to be neutral and like professional we don't want to have to do that it's not fair to other cl- to yeah, any and, other club and it is a bit ridiculous game. to be fair it's also ridiculous to the consumer who in theory to watch all the games needs you to have, have to pay for multiple channels. things it's yeah, ridiculous it's, yeah. even it's like that here in canada the states too like if you want to watch you know half the benfica games which is going to include the games you want to watch like braga porto and sport thing you have to pay for btv here yeah. Right. Like it's stupid. It's so not I cheap think, either. <laughs> oh no, that shit's expensive. I'm glad I'm not paying for it. That shit's expensive, right? Like yeah, yeah. It's it one channel. Up. Yeah. No, like so I remember when that the like the the NOS contract came about. It's because Benfica TV kind of screwed centralization up for everybody for years. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I think at some point it's they they have no choice. They're going to do. I think it's been codified like by the courts. Like you you have to centralize your TV rights, and everybody's getting. At least so, to start. I mean, like you something. could also look at it like there's kind of a financial hole in the, yeah. in the books. It's like this money has been helpful. It yeah, comes oh, in for every sure. year. They've taken from future, you know, uh, future money out of it to pay for things now. Um, they're gonna have to find these millions from somewhere else. I think. I um, think their saving grace has been the last. As well, in the last decade, how many good player sales they've had? Oh, for sure. I mean, that's. I think that makes the operations not sustainable without player sales. No, oh no! Right now in Portugal, like unless TV rights like went up, like that's what it's going to be. But yeah, I think they've. I think one or two player sales, you know, has basically negated that. Like just just the sales they made on this summer alone. I think for sure they've also been in a good run of kind of get like getting. They've been and they've been for most of pretty much since like 2014 they've been competitive they've they've gotten back to somewhat of a winning culture which really for the previous 30 40 years they didn't have like whether you want to admit it or not like the area under verandas is where we've kind of been the most successful uh and the most and outside of you know the COVID in the senior season in the scene in the scene in the seniors yes i know some of the dodges have uh suffered some have stayed competitive some haven't but I think overall, like being competitive and having a good team goes a long way because it makes it makes your merch sales goes up, makes your ticket sales usually go up. Uh, the farther you go on, the heavy lifting for sure. The further, yeah, and the, the further you, the, sure. the further, the more you compete in like Champions League or Europa League, and the further you go in those competitions, like that, like that money adds up. We made like ten million off Europa League already this season. 
that's no that's not chump change that's a player sale yeah it's not bad it's, it's not bad it's like it's good right so i think a lot of that money that we've advanced from the nos contract i think people forget to a lot of that has been made up via other avenues regardless so i think it's just they did it from the nos contract because that's just the easiest as opposed to dipping into the bank account mm-hmm. kind of thing. maybe that's why they've done it but yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. There's no real concrete news. There's just a lot of rumors. It could be Todd Bowley comes in, buys a small share, buys a bigger share. Could be somebody else. It could be nobody. Like people, I think feel like there's a foregone conclusion. We're selling part of the saw to somebody. It could it, end up nothing. It seems like that's where it's heading. You know, that's where it feels like. Like unless they get someone they feel they can trust. Like I feel like that's where it's gonna head. And it's not the worst thing because it just gives you for, uh, future leverage later on if you can. Keep acquiring more of your sod. If you want, if, I mean, if they ever end up owning 100 percent of the sod, who's to say then down the line? It's like now we've got all the leverage. We can sell as much or as little as we want. They can sell like 25 percent, and they still own 75 and have all the all the final say on any decisions, right? Like that, that's kind of the the ultimate play at the end of the day, I would imagine. But we'll we'll see what happens, right? We'll see what what they uh, we'll see what they decide to do. Uh, the next few weeks, few months will be interesting. So we'll, you know, keep an eye on the news cycles. For sure, for yeah. sure. Anything else to add onto that one, Chris, or no? No, I mean, yeah, I guess we'll just we'll see how um, we'll see how it continues play play out, and we'll see how it continues to be covered in the press. The slow drip of information. Um, I'll be honest; it seems like they 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 go for the like just don't talk about it until that's what it feels until we absolutely have to and then write one article about it and then stop talking about it yeah i feel like that's kind of been the cycle and then you don't hear anything for a while and then you don't hear anything for a while anyways yeah and then it turns out to be nothing right that's kind of been the the way it's been the last like what two years three years i feel like like it gets talked about for a bit and then it kind of just goes away and then something that something else might come up and then it, it kind of it just goes away after like a month or two like this is the only one that's kind of stayed around a bit more than like a month or two. Um, that's the only, I think that's the only. Maybe we'll have been talking thing. about this type of thing for years. Um, oh, it'll, it'll always pop up, right? Like I think the potential for like the business side of Portuguese football is huge. It's always going to pop up, especially when you, when you're a bigger club in the market, right? Like it's always going to, there's always going to be at least conversations or like, poking and prodding the bear to see like how much they can how much they can buy or, or sell or whatever right it's gonna happen so i think that that's where i stand yeah, only yeah. other only other thing for me this week is we do have some fun stuff from the league predictions you tied me by the way i just want to I had a let, good i had a good you had I, a got, monster, I got the score right monster week so let me know if that's popped up for you um let me add it to this on screen Okay, there we go. All right. So Chris has tied me this week. He had a huge four-point week. So we're actually tied on 37 points. We're Danny, pulling away a little bit. We pulled away a little bit. Uh, little Danny's bit. Uh, Danny's at uh, 32 and Sam's at 30. We're going to show you the results. So I'm going to scroll down to here. Put them in. So Danny put up two. He had Jokeras and he had the sporting one. So he got Five two points. Five one, damn. You had you had the you had the sporting you had the correct winner you had a goal score and you had the predict, the correct score line so that's what gave you the points I had a Joker I had Jokeras times two uh, he only got the one so I got the goal score and the fact that Sporting won Sam got a goal got both goal scores but he had the wrong result if he had both goal scores and the result he would have had uh, another big week 
Uh, that's where it stands now. And then for Toss the Liga, if I scroll over, I believe it is here in this tab. Uh, here. Yes. Uh, Danny just forgot to predict again. Rip him. Yeah. He's, he's been giving away points last month. Uh, Chris had a 2-0 result. He had a goal scorer and the winner. I had a 3-0 result. I had a goal scorer and a winner as well. Sam had uh, a goal scorer and the, the game winner as well. So nothing really twos across the board for that. Uh, that's where we stand on the predictions table. So you've made up some ground. You've caught up pretty well. I don't have real fever uh, up this week. So yeah, I don't even. I don't show. even. I don't. I don't even think I've ever logged into it on my on my computer. To be honest, I I've never logged phone. into my computer. So we'll next yeah. week we'll have a our real fever update. I do think you guys pulled a bit away from me again. I think I had a. Bit I think of a, Danny had a good week. I think I. I think I finished third this week. So I think I'm. Uh, like I had. I had gotten like 10, 15 back on Danny, and I think he might have just gotten him. Back. Okay, because I. Th- I feel like that's what happened to me too. Was Danny had a good yeah. week and pulled? Because I was exactly a hundred. Canceled out at like a week or two. Of and games. then he can't. And then he canceled <laughs> out like a couple, like a couple points on me this week. So it happens. Uh yeah, I think that's just but everything. That's nothing really it. for I mean, we only had the one one and a half games, if you will. <laughs> yeah, nothing for really modalities uh this week. They were all on break. We so can no... preview and predict the Estadale game on Friday. Yes, so we play Estadale Friday. We're at home, I believe, correct? We are. Okay. Uh Estadale's been a early one here team. on the East Coast, 145 kickoff Friday. On Friday, so, I gotta work. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna have to watch the first half of my phone at work. I will. Yeah, I probably won't even be able to watch a game. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough, tough time. Three o'clock on Friday is usually better. It's usually okay. One forty-five. Like, that's early, man. That's a that's an early Friday game. Yeah, yeah. geez. Uh, but we will be the first game, so we'll get to set the tone for the weekend. Uh, Estudial is a bit of a tricky one because they've stolen games off of Portal multiple times this season. Been in a lot better form recently. Yeah, I I think it's probably going to be another like two one, maybe a two, maybe a two nil. I don't. I think they're going to be well organized. They're going to be paying the ass. Um, I mean, you're dumb not to predict a Jokera's goal at this point in the season. I think I feel like you just predict it every week and hope. I think Jokera's and maybe Paulinho. I think we might see a bit of a repeat of this of this past week against Portimonets. Yeah, I wonder. Um... I wonder if Paulinho is going to get the start again or not. Um, yeah, I am I, curious actually if he gets started. That's a good point. I, I mean, I'm going to go for the win as well. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to go two one again. Yeah, I, I think that's. I think, that's I think a fair it's going to be a, a tough game to be honest. Yeah, they're they're a pain in the ass, and they're always a pain in the ass team. Uh, this season especially, they've shown they can really take points off the big boys, and really give them a hard time. So I think. Even though we're at home, they're going to cause some headaches. Uh, hopefully, at least the first half is better than the last game, and it's not totally just. I mean, it's going to be hard for it to be worse than that. To be honest, it's yeah. Unless you unless you go down like unless <laughs> yeah, you unless go they, down a man or like go, go down, down a goal. Like that's the only way it could really go worse realistically. Uh, yeah, I think I think a two I think two one's probably a fair result. I think they're going to be a pain in the ass team, so I, I think that's probably what's going to be. So it's nice. We'll we'll hopefully. Have the provisional four-point gap, and then hopefully one of Porto and Fika both can uh, have a little stumble, and that would go a long way into helping us. Uh, helping us give us a, give us maybe a three-point gap heading into the following game week. So who knows? And then yeah, we'll also have Europa League coming up soon too. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, because that's in 
February. Yeah, so in a few in a few weeks, I think we'll have our uh, our games against the young boys. Danny's favorite team, as he said on the last show. <laughs> sus, sus behavior. <laughs> <laughs> but he moves. Uh, yeah, I think that's everything. Chris, where can they find you? <laughs> right here. Good stuff. Make sure to follow Chris. Make sure and to follow my Rich is here. Check out Danny and Sam as well. Danny, on, um, and Sam as well. And I don't the, even see the AT Alvalade. That's all good. They, they should know by now. Yeah, AT Alvalade. <laughs> AT Alvalade. It's AT Alvalade on all social medias. Uh, those are our those are all our handles that we just showed for the app formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> uh, yeah, make sure you like and subscribe. We'll be back hopefully next week uh, to review hopefully another another big win. There we go, AT Alvalade. So you can follow. That's the for X, but we're AT Alvalade on all social medias. Uh, threads, or IP Threads. Right now we haven't really posted on there, but threads, any, yeah, social, so any social media, you can follow us on AT Alvalade. X slash Twitter is where we're probably the most active. Uh, so make sure to check us out. Like and subscribe. We'll uh, we'll see you on the next one. Vivo Sporting and peace. Peace.